Agent Pursuit Business Mastery is produced by CIR Realty and presented by Kirsten Favron and Lindsay Smith. CIR Realty is the largest, most productive real estate brokerage in Alberta, Canada, and has remained independent and Canadian-owned since 1983. Learn more at agentpursuit.com. Enjoy this episode and subscribe for more great content. Welcome everybody to another episode of Agent Pursuit. Today, we are here with Elise Montgomery of Elise Montgomery Coaching. Mm -hmm. Elise, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you, I'm so excited to be here. And I have known Elise for um, probably 10 years, mm -hmm. I guess. And since I started uh, with CIR Realty, mm -hmm. and we'll hear about your story in a second, but we wanted to have Elise on today because we know that something that's so important in building any business is great focus. Mm -hmm. And I know that uh, in, in a part of coaching, I imagine working with your clients, uh, focus is a huge part of it. In, in fact, if there's no other reason to get a coach, just staying focused and clear in yeah. your life, I think is a great, great thing. Yeah, of course. So Elise, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, thanks for having me, I'm really yeah. excited. Um, so tell us, let's start from the beginning. So yeah. share with us your background because you do have a background in real estate mm -hmm. and then you transitioned into coaching. Tell us yeah. a little bit about that. Yeah, so I started real estate right out of university which is really? pretty rare for a yeah. realtor, I would say. Yeah, would so, you take sorry mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My mom feels equally disappointed in me. So, <laughs> so right out of university, uh, I went into real estate and it was an interesting time in the market because it was right at our boom time. So in a very short window, I got to see a ton of different markets. Wow, yeah. Yeah, so it was really exciting and gave me a ton of experience in a short amount of time. Nice. Um, yeah, so that was really exciting and I got to be, you know, worked up to top producer level with CIR Realty. Yes, you did. Um, so that was awesome, I really enjoyed that. It, it was interesting though, like I got the sales part down and that led me to doing more and more and more and I'm sure a lot of agents can identify with this you're inching towards burnout, right? You're working nonstop, you're going, going, 100%. going. So there was one distinct moment where I was uh, working. I started at 5 a.m., diligent, focused. Yeah. Uh, and I came home and by the time I was done all my appointments and showings, I was done at 9 p.m. And I came into the kitchen and I just crumbled. <laughs> Like, this is it. This is it. You know those moments where it's just that ugly cry on the kitchen floor? <laughs> that, that was my distinct moment. So I made a vow to myself that I was going to rebuild my business in a completely different way that would serve me and my clients at a way higher level. Nice. So I rebuilt everything, um, really focusing on time management and providing a higher level experience for my clients. So by doing that, I was able to bring it up to multiple six figures while working close to part-time hours. Wow. Which I'm really wow. proud of that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's so rare in real estate and good for you for being able to step away and see the forest from the trees and, right. and or sorry, go above that, I guess. I think maybe there's a saying now with a drone or something. You gotta get like, <laughs> take the get drone out from it. the forest yeah. to look right. at you know. Right. Um, yeah, that, so congratulations on that, because that's rare. Thanks. And now Thanks. we might end up diving on that. Maybe we'll do multiple sessions <laughs> with Elise. <laughs> so yeah, so that was a really huge accomplishment, but that wouldn't have happened if I didn't have that ugly cry on the kitchen floor yeah. and switch directions. Um, so from there, you know, I continued to have, you know, great success working reasonable hours, which I was really, really proud of. Nice. Um, and then I got asked to head down to California to interview with the top 
real estate coaching company in the world. Nice. Um, yeah, so I took that opportunity and that was an amazing ride. I learned a ton, met a ton of cool people and it was a really great adventure. Cool. And from there, uh, I really saw a need for focusing just on women in real estate and in service-based professions. Totally. Um, you know, there's certain things and certain dynamics that we have that are different. So really speaking directly to them and focusing just on them. So that's led me to here. Now, when you were coaching with your organization, did you mm -hmm. coach with uh, women and men? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Um, I have like three things. Okay, let's hold on to that for a second. Okay. Women and men and different dynamics in terms of coaching. Because I imagine sure. that even with staying focused, mm -hmm. each one is going to have different challenges. True. Um, so let me take a step back for a second and talk about when you made the transformation in your real estate business, did you need to take, like when I talk to people about that, I always say sometimes you need to take a step back where it's like, you know, you made, I don't know, uh, $180,000 this year. You need to be okay position yourself to make 120 or, or 130 because that's going to get you to 300. And sure. if, you, if you sort of, because you need to let, be okay referring out some things at the beginning sure. to free up that time. Did you sure. have an experience where you had to, take a step back in order to jump forward? Because once your next day just have been just as busy? Like you crumble on the floor and you're like, oh shoot, I still need to get stuff done, so. Right, right. Yeah, I think it was, you know, being really strategic with it. I nice. don't think, you know, for me personally, I didn't take that step back for the drop in income. Yeah. Um, I had a coach. Got me accountable, nice. uh, and we had a clear plan that would focus on bringing more income in while bringing in systems and leverage to nice. really help me. Yeah. So just chipped away at it as much as you could, and yeah. got that done. Okay, yeah. let's let's go back to the um, uh, let's go back to the male female thing here for a second. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, so what have you noticed um, yourself? You said you you found a need for for women. What, what was different about the, the time you spent with men and then what you saw with the women's side of things on, on what, what they need? Like, what was that need specifically? Because I think that'll resonate sure. with some people. Sure. So the big difference that I see is specifically with sales, women feel like they're being very salesy and very pushy when they're asked to call their clients or follow up on leads. Right. Whereas men... Um, you know, and obviously this is a blanket statement and every person mm. is individual. Totally. Um, but overall, there's more of like a hustle and grind mentality. Let's get after it. Let's go hard. Um, so that clashes with women because they may have different responsibilities at home as well. Totally. Right? Kids, family, uh, maintaining the house, all that sort of stuff, which sounds <laughs> sounds terrible and cliche, but, no, it's you know, if they do have kids at home, it's tough to have that hustle and grind mentality and working those 12, 15-hour days. It doesn't work well. I know many so. women that are just like, yeah, you know, obviously equal rights and everything. And I, I agree with all of that. And then, and then that uh, biological clock, you know, ticks and they're like, oh, I want a family. Sure. And you're like, oh, well, and I want to spend time with my child, yeah. especially in the early years. Yeah. And, and then that's a natural, I mean, that's a bio, and I'm, I'm grateful for it because yeah. who else is going to, um, you know, if you didn't do it, then we need to. We always joke about guys being like, oh, I got to babysit my kids today. It's like, well. Terrible. Yeah, Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's probably parenting. Right, but, uh, right. Uh, and I even know a bunch of uh, a bunch of men that were just like, you know, I never thought, I thought it'd just be a hindrance. Then also you have a child and it's like, you know, life changing. But women, I can't, I can't imagine. And I, and I'm very, this is why we try to, um, uh, even our most, bring Audra onto our team. And then now Chloe uh, was something where we said, there's just, things that I will never be able to fully relate to sure. as a male, period. Sure. Um, and on the flip side of that, 
women have so many strengths that they're not tapping into. Like oh, they are great at connection and empathy, yeah. um, you know, and those things aren't really celebrated in sales. But if we do focus on those things, they can really amplify their business in a really cool way. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. So, so you've taken, let's talk about leaps of faith for a second here yeah. because you've taken a couple leaps of faith. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, uh, what did you do your university in when you were, what were you hoping? What were you hoping? You used to get in university. What was the plan? Right. So the plan was to go to law school. Okay. So I even took the LSATs. Really? Did and, you do poli sci and then do the LSATs? Um, I didn't. I did history. Okay. Yeah. With a minor in law and society at U of C. Um, and the goal was to go to law school. Um, so I took the LSATs and while I was waiting for my results back, I was really interested in real estate anyways and thought that I would invest on the side. Yeah. So I said, oh, I'll just do the real estate course just in the meantime. And then I thought, what am I thinking? Like, I love real estate. Do I want to be stuck in a cubicle articling yeah. for 12 hours a day? Yeah. Um, so I made a huge course correction and got into real estate. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, and get into real estate. I mean, you don't have any income. Were you living at home yeah. then? And <laughs> no, I was out on my own. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How'd you make ends meet early on? Um, so at the very, very beginning, like yeah. first few months of my career, yeah. uh, I did get a part-time job. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is smart advice for people just starting out just because there's so much you need to learn. And there's some people that are just against, oh, you got a part-time job and you're right. a realtor. It's like, I know so many people, like yeah, some, of the, some of the, um, you know, the biggest names in our industry, some of the people have done very well, they all had to do it because you have no yeah. income at the start. That's you have right. no income. That's right. Yeah. So. But it also gives you that fuel to your fire to get after the results oh, yeah. that you want that much faster, right? Yeah. So it's a huge motivator um, when you just jump into it. Nice. And then you were working for a corporate organization, which I imagine sent you clients. Mm -hmm. And then now you have to say, okay, I'm going to now do this on my own. Mm -hmm. And you got to get your own clients. Mm -hmm. uh, and I imagine they're very, um, uh, the contracts are very clear that you must get your own clients. Yes. Yeah. Um, so tell us about that. Tell us about that transition and, and that leap of faith that were you scared? Were you, like, how did, how did yeah, you feel about it? it was just excitement? It was a big internal debate to take that leap or not, but I kept on getting so much feedback that there was such a need for it. And I just couldn't deny that need. Right. Right. So I kept on seeing it come up again and again, people that were um, really wanting someone that could focus on women in those service-based industries, you know, not only making way more and kind of releasing their potential, but also reducing their hours. Right. Um, so knowing that, like I had the social proof that there was a really big need for it. Totally. So that helped take that jump. Well, and even internally, I always say that, yeah. you know, if you like something, chances are somebody else likes something too. Fair. And yeah. for yourself, you know, being a you had your moment of change and the epiphany and yeah. um, coaches helped you through that too. So right. um, I just got to say for, you know, the audience and coaching has transformed my business too. Amazing. Um, like Ian, oh, very I, cool. I've had a coach since uh, 05. Mm -hmm. um, I've had the same coach now since 06. Mm -hmm. So for 12 years wow. and uh, we meet once a month and I just, yeah. it's transformational. It, it totally, totally is. I can attribute so many of my mentality, strategic positioning in my life and my business to coaching. So, um, you know, congrats, kudos to you for embarking on this endeavor. Well, and it's been amazing to see transformations with my clients, right? Like yeah. last week I had a client that paid off her mortgage because her income had increased. Right. So to hear that, oh, that's so fulfilling to be on the other end of that and hear that transformation. Um, another one tripled her business in 2018. Wow. And reduced her hours that she was working by close to 20 hours a week. What? Like it's just That's nuts. like a part-time job. That's yeah, like right. the opposite. That's like the <laughs> right. anti-part-time job. Exactly. So to get 
that time back, but increase your income. You know, those are mm. really big things. Amazing. Even one call I remember so distinctly, this is like my highlight. Yeah. We were on the call reviewing her numbers and she realized on that call that her new monthly income was what she used to make in a year. Wow. So to see that and you know to be a part of that feels so incredibly fulfilling. Amazing, yeah. amazing. Okay, we want to talk about focus today. Yes. Which I have not been doing a very good job of so far <laughs> in the interview. <laughs> Great. <laughs> the irony of things. Right. Is, uh, okay. Don't so, follow our lead, guys. Yeah, right back. <laughs> do as we say, not as we do. Um, so what role do you believe focus plays in building a successful business? Yeah, so you had asked me this before, and I was thinking about it, and I really don't want to be overly dramatic with it. Hey, just... It's say. everything. Yeah, you it's know, and I'm <laughs> typing out the question, and I'm like, it's basically, I'm like, and I don't want to have an overly, like, an obvious question. Right. Speak to that for a second. So, it, yeah, because right. it is everything. Yeah, it's really the difference between hitting your goals or not, right? It's really the difference of staying where you're at or growing. Yeah. Like all those big juicy things you want to get after, none of that is going to happen if you don't have focus. So it's so critically important to get you to where you want to go. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you don't have a direction, yeah. then, you know, what are you, what are you working towards or what are you working yeah. on? Um, okay. So let's obviously the, we know the importance of it, but people struggle all the time and there's various reasons why people struggle. Yeah. Um, so what do you see as common themes when you work with your clients mm -hmm. of what's pulling them away from focus? Yeah, so I have three common themes that come up all the time. Okay. And I'll be interested to see if you find the same thing. Okay, sure. So the first one for realtors, I find that we have like a magpie brain where we love to go after anything shiny, right? Totally. And people are constantly marketing to us and it's the best of the best marketers. Yep. Right? Yep. So there are, we have the very best intentions with focus. I think that's the thing that we have to be clear on. Everyone wants to have that focus. They want to hit their goals. It's not like they're, you know, blatantly self-sabotaging themselves knowingly, right? Totally. But this marketing that we have pulling at us, you know, should I get web leads? Should I get a website? Should I be doing video emails? All of these flashy totally. things. What about newsletters? What about postcards? All of these things are coming at us nonstop. Yep and it derails our focus because we have a plan and then we see all these things, oh, I'm gonna miss out if I don't do that, I'm gonna miss out if I don't take that opportunity. And I think that you know it has to be balanced, there has to be that room for innovation and growth, Yes. right, taking on those new things that are coming up, totally. especially with social media, totally. right? Totally. Um, but if that's our focus where we're just darting around to every new shiny thing, we're never gonna get anywhere. You know, I got to give Richard Robinson some credit because I heard him say it and it was such an elegant way of putting it. Uh, he calls them opportunity traps. Right. And, yeah. and I just think that is exactly what they are. It's like these opportunities, <laughs> mm -hmm. but they're traps because, you know, once you set your plan, put your blinders on. Mm -hmm. And if you want to take that 5% time to test a new avenue that you're playing with in the background yeah. and all of a sudden you start getting results, okay, you can integrate that, but yeah. you're so, so right. I love that magpie brain. It's um, true. There's all these beautiful, shiny things yes. and they're presented so amazing and the catchy headlines that we oh have, you know, this and will triple your business. This will give you an extra hundred grand. And, and ads on social media. And right. these guys are just like, you know, open houses are dead. This is dead. Or are you still struggling to try to get leads for your website? Right. I'm going to show you how to. And really like, right. uh, yeah. And, and every time I end up embarking on one of those rabbit holes, um, I realize, oh my gosh, 
Like this is nothing new. Like they're just talking about this concept or this concept. Right. And not to say that there's not a place for that innovation. It's so critical. Totally. But if we're stepping away from all those foundational pieces that we know will get us to that next level, it's going to be so hard to maintain that track that we're on. So when, you, when you're talking to your clients, yeah. then um, how do you handle that? When someone, when someone says to you, it's like, oh, but... I, I attended this event, and we call it like the availability bias, yeah. where you know if you take a, a if you take a seminar on uh, landing pages, suddenly every problem in your business is because you don't have enough landing pages. Right. And right. Um, so, how do you talk to your clients about that? Yeah. So you can. There's a number of ways to do it, but you can have your main lead pillars that you're working on that you know will produce those results for you. Totally. Your foundational pieces, nice. right? Those can't slip. Got it. So if those are good and stable and you have the time to dedicate it to it, go after it, right? Try out those new things, play with it, yeah. have fun. Um, but those foundational things have got to be in place. Nice, yeah. nice. So it's like, make sure that's, and that's even the um, good to great, uh, talking about, you know, make sure that main flywheel is moving. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, and yeah. rather than deviate, don't be zenith. That was the example. Of <laughs> um. Um, so that's my number one. And then the other one that I see a lot is for focus to work, for us to get to our goals, we have to do some things that make us very uncomfortable. And people I'll find often will shy away or they'll get derailed from their focus because they don't want to step into those things that make them uncomfortable. Oh, uh, it's like they feel that resistance uh -huh. and then they think, oh, I'll just do something else. I'll is work that on a project. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, a key yeah. example that I see nonstop is, I know that I need to call my database. Yes but I'm scared to reach out to them and I don't know what to say. I know it's gonna get me where I need to go. I know I need to focus, but I think I'll work on my listing presentation. Mm -hmm. Right, mm -hmm. have you seen that one? Oh, oh, all the time. I was super guilty of that as well. Oh, I think we all are. Yeah. It's whatever, you know that this, this big thing is gonna push you towards or, yeah. and you nailed it. It's like if you, uh, if you don't know how or you don't know what to say, you're uncomfortable. And lots of the time people believe they're bothering people because yes. um, they're not coming at a point of adding value or thinking about what them, they're thinking about themselves. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, that's a little bit from Ninja there, but um, I, I totally agree that the resistance is huge. So how are, how are people overcoming that? Yeah, so it's really getting clear on where are those areas where you feel vulnerable and you're pushing away because you feel vulnerable. Right. Let's solve that, let's face it head on, let's get you super comfortable with it. Yeah. You're gonna see the results. You know, we're gonna know that there's gonna be some failures in there, that's part of it, that's fine, right? Yes. But if you start to see those results, then you get more excited about it, you can jump into it deeper, and then your business can really amplify. Yeah, huge. Yeah. Okay, so so we said first one, um, obviously those, um, those those next shiny penny syndrome mm -hmm. of bouncing around right. and not diving in. Um, second one, obviously the the the, the fear, the, the the vulnerability. Yeah. Um, trying to step in, step inside of your comfort zone mm -hmm. in order to go in. Yeah. Um, was there a third one? Yeah. So the third one I see come up a ton is life is so busy and pulling us in so many directions. Totally. So that's a huge one where I see, you know, people just max out. They don't have the capacity to stay focused because they have so much going on, you know, kids and family and partnerships and friendships and hobbies and interests and business things pulling us in so many different directions, totally. um, which is easy to solve, right? If we can master our schedule, we can master our priorities, um, you know, we can say no. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was, I was waiting for that. Cause, right. Because that's, uh, I mean, we're all guilty of it. Right. Um, even, even I'm so grateful that you would say yes to come and do this interview. Yeah. Um, but this is something else. It's like, oh, I wasn't planning on doing that on yeah. Friday. So, yeah. you know, why would I come in and 
right. um, or Monday morning for those of you watching. <laughs> but um, yeah, how do you, let's, let's start with that just for a second because this is something that's is very selfish. So this is my time. I feel like I should lay down on the couch and how do you say no? How do you say no? Someone says to you, I want to, and I guess you're at different points in your business, but it's like, sure. I want to go for a coffee and pick your brain. Sure. Yeah. So it's, I find this, um, especially with the women that I coach, people pleasing is a big thing, yes. right? It's a big problem that we have. Um, so just getting very, very clear on what your priorities are, what your goals are and having that filter, will this move me closer to my goal or further away? Right. Right. And just being very cognizant of that. Also mastering your schedule. So maybe you do have social time that's blocked out. Perfect. I'd love to have a coffee with you. Let's yeah. do it Friday afternoon. Perfect. During your social time. Yeah. That's already pre. And that's a good thing too. It's like, you know, I, some of that stuff, you never know where opportunities will come up, but mm -hmm. as long as you're controlling the, um, where it happens. Right. So for me, when I was rebuilding my business, a big part of that was, um, is this going to give me my time back or is this going to make me more money? Um, within the, you know, realm of build business. Right. And if the answer was no, then I had to say no to whatever opportunity came up. Right. Yeah. Nice. What about, um, uh, back to that distraction thing, uh, talking about parenting for a second here, because I know there's a lot of parents out there. The distraction. <laughs> well, and the distraction of parenting. It's true. It's like, well, so you have, you have a kid who, uh, you know, you're about to, you're, you're, you planned your day around doing this and also yeah. the school calls because your, sure. your kid is, I mean, my, the bane of my existence when I was starting a team, mm -hmm. um, I almost made a, um, a rule and I never did. I never did. I don't uh -oh. want to say this on camera. Here we go. But it was just, <laughs> <laughs> what is Lindsay going to say next? What is, but it was just like, I, I don't want anybody that has kids because, Ugh. and obviously I didn't, um, yeah. but it was just, but anytime it's like, we had this team meeting and it was like, oh, sorry, we got a dentist appointment. Oh, sorry, we got this. Sure. Oh, I got to go pick up my kid from uh, school and things like that. How sure. do you, and, and I couldn't, I mean, at the time I was 25 years old, you know, I was very unempathetic mm -hmm. to life in yeah. a lot of respects. Yeah. I've grown as a human being, um, <laughs> but how do you, how do you handle that? Like how, cause you're, if you run your business and you're in the thick of it now, and even yourself, I yeah. mean, you have, how old is your, your, your kid? He just turned five. Just turned five. Yeah. So yeah. not necessarily in school yet. Right. And you have a coaching call mm -hmm. to do, or you have a series of items that you want to do your own marketing thing like that. And something happens. Uh, sure. How are you handling it? Sure. So first off the something happens sort of situations. If we look at that and suck out all the drama. Yes really doesn't happen all that often. Okay. Okay. There right? you go. So that's yeah. just good perspective, right? These big dramatic moments that you think will be like a weekly occurrence. Yeah. Maybe every six months, something's going to come up and you can have a backup plan in place. Totally. And right? if you ever reschedule something once every six months, you no big deal. Right. Right. But never, ever make a habit of that. Like learn to be really proactive with your schedule rather than reactive. Nice. So that's the huge difference, right? Something that I focus on a lot with clients is getting to a stage of proactive rather than reactive. So dentist appointments, great. Have an afternoon booked off where that's your time to do projects maybe. And then if there is an appointment that needs to be had, plug it into that time and you're great. Right. Yes. So your time is really well protected. Um, another thing that I see happen with distractions is um, getting away from those things that will move your business forward. So your money making activities. So not your projects, not your marketing, but your actual sales activities that deliver results to your business. Totally. Right. So have those time blocked off and those are sacred. Nothing gets in the way of those. Those have to happen. And that's just, you know, dedicate an hour a day to that 
and your business will totally transform. So true. But we let life get in the way. We let emails get in the way. We let yeah. a call to a home inspector get in the way. We let a call to a lawyer get in the way. Could that call have been delayed an hour and you get after moving your business forward first? Talk, let's talk about that for a second because some people have this, um, uh, and, I, and I, I struggle, I think I need a, lot, a little bit more of the other side, but some people uh, struggle with when an email comes into their inbox or something like that happens, they have to respond to it. It's like niggling at them in the back. It's like, oh, this is left, this is a loop that's left unclosed. Right. How do you talk to people? Because that, those exact moments, it's like the lawyer is saying, we, we haven't got the paperwork yet. Sure. Or the home inspector is like, I can't do Tuesday at whatever. Can sure. your clients do you know, Wednesday? Sure. And you're about to go in and do your one hour, two hours of business building activity. Um, how do you set that aside? Or, how, or where, where, do you, where do you talk to clients about that? How do you stop that? Right, yeah. So it's interesting because all I'm talking about is one hour in the morning. So right. let's say it's nine to 10. Yeah. What will happen if we don't ask, answer those emails it's like from nothing's... 9 to 10? Yeah, you could right? have been at another appointment. You could have been at the dentist with your kid. Yeah, you could have had that million dollar listing appointment, right? right? Are you answering emails in that? Of course not. So value that time just as much as you would a high end listing appointment. Yeah. And your business will just jump up. I totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. People putting that focus time in for themselves. Right. And it's so funny because in the alternative, is I see some people that get struggle to make it in real estate and then they end up at a nine to five job and it's like, well, now you're doing the activities, your, your focused time, yeah. building it for somebody else right. versus building it for yourself. Right, yeah. And I'm like, if you just put that time in. So right. um, anyways, yeah, no, that's, that's absolutely great. The cool thing about that too is I see once people are really dedicated to just that hour, they feel so accomplished at the end of the day. Yes. And it's not about packing your schedule with, you know, 15 minute increments, right? It's just dedicating those key tasks. So there's lots of flex time. Um, but at the end of the day, they feel like they've accomplished so much more than if they're just in that reactive mode of responding to emails, you know, responding to calls, that sort of thing. Totally true. Yeah. It's like those boulders. It's like the big, the big things yeah. that you put in. And, mm -hmm. and, um, and I, tell, I tell people that too. I say, you know, if you finish your, um, you know, your, your hours of business building, mm -hmm. I don't care what you do for the rest of the day. It's right. like, take it off. I mean, right. for the most part, of course, there's other stuff that you want to grow and you can work in your systems and build stuff and you're servicing clients. But the fundamental pieces that are in there that will help you grow your business is, you know, is completed. So, and that brings us back to that point about, you know, life getting in the way. We think it's this big dramatic thing and you're being pulled in all these directions. But if we just prioritize these tiny chunks of time, yeah. we feel so much more accomplished and get so much more done. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Because there's yeah. some people in life who have the kids, who have lots of stuff, sick parents, um, you know, right. other people, and they, they just handle it. Yeah. And yeah. there are some people that they get a hangnail, it seems like, <laughs> and it's like right. drama. <laughs> right. Because I, and right. I like how you said drama, because some people are addicted to that and hooked on sure. that. Sure, sure. And I think people need to check in mm -hmm. and just say, there's people with worse problems here that are just right. dealing with stuff in life. Oh, okay, no, I gotta make arrangements. This is a bit of an inconvenience right now. Fine, I make arrangements and it's off to the races. But again, like we have the very best of intentions and totally. we feel the weight of all of those pressures and we just don't know yet a different way, right? So having someone else to say, hey, here's what we can do instead. Yeah. Simplify it, you know, take that pressure off um, can really, really help. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. back to coaching. Yeah. Um, awesome. Okay, so let's, let's, let's go back for a second just in terms of uh, strategies again. So yeah. we had said, um, 
we talked about the distraction of um, you know opportunities and, and too many things. Um, let's just go through the strategies again for deal to each one of those. So let's talk sure. to the three. Yeah, sure. So I have a few that I think would be really great for all three actually. Fantastic. First one is accountability. Number one, Beautiful. right? And Tim Ferriss talks about this a lot. Yep. That's what led him to his level of success. I know you're a Tim Ferriss fan. Yep. Um, so he talks about how that really transforms his results that he gets. So an accountability can be found in a number of different ways, right? That can be in coaching, it can be in mastermind groups, it can be from your brokerage, but you need that person that's not going to give you the niceties all the time. You yeah. need that person that's gonna give you that little ass kicking you know, to push you out of your own way. Because sometimes we're so deep in it, we can't see how we're blocking our own success. Totally. Um, so just getting after that accountability radically changes it um, and really holds you to that high standard. Uh, the next one is working in smaller chunks of time. So especially in real estate, we're so focused on these like one year, five year, 10 year plans, which are great but so much can change. Totally. Oh gosh, <laughs> right? absolutely. And we also just like the um, psychology part of it, we think we have more time. So if we set a year goal, oh, it's fine. It's only Q1, I have more time. So true. Right? So really focusing on 90 day plans is awesome to keep you hyper-focused and build those results 90 days, 90 days, 90 days. And then you can, you know, recalibrate, get to your year goal easier because you have that, you know, pressure of time on playing with you, right? That is so funny that you say that. I'm literally reading, uh, and just about to finish it, um, it's called Measure What Matters. Ah, um, yes. And yep. it's, uh, they're talking about Google and um, the Gates Foundation and um, Bono. Um, yeah. You too, and, and how they use OKRs as this as this thing, and and one of the things I literally have in my calendar right this second is move all of our goals to quarterly. Yes, every single one of them. Yes, and it's funny yeah, you say that because I'm literally I haven't even talked to our team about it yet, but I'm like I'm like we're literally gonna scrap all of our annual goals. Not I mean not really. You have you have big picture directives. Yes, um, and and overarching arching themes and visions of where you're gonna go. Yeah, but. Um, you know, when you talk about agility and scrum, or, you know, and moving the projects forward, they're going to be quarterly results that we need to end up seeing. So I love that. It's amazing. So another really good resource on that is the 12 week year, that book. I don't know if you've read mm, that one. I haven't. Um, so check that one out, 12 week year. Cool. And it goes over those principles, but it's interesting because also so, when I say so much can happen over the course of a year, look at real estate and the changing markets. If you have one goal and one plan and there's no room to course correct, Yeah what are you going to do if the market shifts? Yeah. Right? So if you have these 90-day goals, it gives you that flexibility to course correct quickly. Yes. Um, so you're not this big bulky machine trying to move when it's too late. And gives you enough time to, to, to work on it. And I love what you said because you give yourself a constructive deadline. It's like yeah. you've... Um, people work better with deadlines. Like there's yes. just no question. So on... Um, a smaller scale on the micro scale this also works for um, your schedule so like we were talking about that hour chunk of time yeah give yourself a smaller chunk of time to work within right so um, I don't know if you've heard of Parkinson's law I have yes yeah <laughs> absolutely so good case right so yeah, yeah. just the, tell, tell them what it is because if you give your you'll, you'll use as much time as you give it you give yourself to do it exactly so if I give myself four hours each day to do paperwork guess how long it's gonna take me to get my paperwork done totally right but if I shrink that I'm going to get a lot more creative and figure out how to get it done in a smaller amount of time. 
So I love this for working on your schedule, looking at that where we can tighten up those timelines. Totally. Um, and you'll get so much more productive. And then you'll have way more time to give to your family and your friends and your hobbies and your interests. So that's how you can get a lot more done in a lot less time is just really mastering that schedule. Love it. Yeah. Um, so I have a pop quiz for the schedule okay. for you. So something that I love to do with my clients or when I'm speaking is get everyone to pull out their phone. Yeah. Take a look at their schedule that yeah. they have in their phone. Yeah. If I was to come and take a look at that, could I easily identify what sort of goals you're up to? What's important to you? What your priorities are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And typically what happens is, I'm like, I'm like my, as my heart palpitates yeah. slightly, I'm like, is this, uh, my phone's over there somewhere. But, you know, if you're watching do this, it's really, really it's interesting so yes. to take a look. And then you can say, I'm not being focused day by day or week by week on my goals because it's not represented in my schedule. How yes. on earth am I going to get to two, three, four hundred grand? Love it. If I have zero time in here for prospecting each day, for example. Yes. Right? Yeah. Or if social media is a big part, where's my social media time plugged in? Totally. Right? So really looking at that and taking that pop quiz to see where you would rank yourself, right? Is your schedule a clear reflection of the goals that you have and the focus that you want to have in your life? And that doesn't just mean business, right? That could mean, you know, Absolutely. clear cutoff times for your work day and then you have family time, right? So, or um, health, that's a big one. Yeah. So if you have huge health goals, where's that represented in your schedule? Do you have your workouts in there? Do you have your meal planning in there? Do you have your grocery pickup? Whatever it may be, schedule it so it happens. Love it. Yeah. Love it. It's yeah. funny, I never thought of, you know, Parkinson's law as pertains to workouts, but I've now started working on it at noon, mm -hmm. and I've fought to be the 5 a.m. guy or the 5.30 guy, and mm -hmm. it just doesn't work for me. And then when I get home at night, it doesn't work for me. We have a gym now um, in this building, yeah. and it's, it's phenomenal because now I go at noon, but what it does is it says, I gotta be done, showered, everything else in 50 minutes. And right. now I just, I have to, I get in the gym, and I'm like, gotta go. And you just start right, right away. There's right. no one, uh, you know, come in, take myself a photo of myself. Checking the, the playlist. Yeah, forever. that's right. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Plan what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, that's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so it's really interesting stuff. So do the pop quiz. It's really cool Kay. what can come from that. It. Um, the next one is, I think you'll like this one, to saturate your brain. So if we want to stay focused, we have to saturate our brain with all that good stuff to keep us on track. Yes. Um, so some easy things are even your phone lock screen. The background photo that can be your goal, you know, your passwords. I heard that people are picking up their phones almost 400 times a day. I, I believe you know? it. So if it's, it's within reaching distance. Right. So yes. what a great opportunity to reprogram your brain to focus on your priorities. Focus on what's important to you. Focus on your goals. Have that show up um, on your lock screen or as your password. Right. Beautiful. Yeah. Even a simple income goal that could be your password that you type into your phone. Awesome. Right? So doing that 400 times a day, what a cool way to just like pound that into your brain what yeah. you're getting after. Love it. Um, same thing with like podcasts and YouTube videos and all this dead time that we have. Plug in your brain with all this good stuff. There's so much awesome, inspiring content out there that will keep you on track, keep you focused. Take advantage. I have uh, this speaker and I've talked about it many times before. Uh, it's called the UE Boom, and there's a waterproof speaker. It's yeah. a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. And I have I listen to either Goalcast or, or TED Talks mm -hmm. when I'm in the shower. Right, and right. That's what yeah. I do that. Or it's a book or something. Yeah. And it just regards to saturate your brain. I, I'm the firm believer, 
If you get everything else that's negative that's going to be saturated in your brain, so why not control the input? I really feel like doubt is such a cancer in our business. Oh, and if we huge. if we allow doubt and those negative thoughts to get in, good luck. Right? It's how many of you are doubting yourself right now in some aspect <laughs> of your life? Right. It's right. huge. Yeah, and that can be such a game changer um, just to flood our brain with those positive reminders and people getting after big goals and being inspired. And again, this doesn't mean hustle and grind work 16 hours a day. Totally. This means take in that good stuff, get after what's really important to you. Love right? it. Yeah. Love it. Um, another one is the morning routine. So something that works really well for you, that gets you fired up, that gets you on the right track, rather than reading the crummy email from the client, the offer's falling apart and that's how you start your day, <laughs> right? 100%. <laughs> what if we could start our day reading something really inspiring that would move us forward, um, or reviewing our goals, or meditating, or moving our body, whatever is gonna really fire you up and get you in that right frame of mind and that's different for everybody. True. But find that, right? Find that great way to start your day so that you're starting on the right track. I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, the other one I have, especially for real estate, is to get away from the negative Nazis, right? This comes up a lot. Um, so there's a lot that are having a tough time in the market and they are happy to share. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> with anyone oh, and that will listen. company. Yeah, exactly. So really be careful of who you're spending your time with and how that's affecting you and, um, you know, that's so, so important. Those people that you're surrounding yourself with, they can Absolutely. either take you to that next level with them or really bring them down. So true. You know, we and I previously were just talking about what are we doing at CIR in this? And, yeah. and I will give a shout out to the weekly huddles. Yeah, and it's awesome. Just from the concept of exactly that. It, you know, we have this section that's every, so every Wednesday morning in your respective office, they, uh, we meet and the managers facilitate. They're not there to teach, just facilitate. And one of the questions we have, what are the trends in the market? Well, it's easy to be like, well, no one's coming to open houses. No one is doing this. No, I'm getting no showings on my list. Okay, well, what's the opportunity there? And you gotta mm -hmm. rewire your brain to be like, well, you know, actually lower price ranges are moving. So instead of spending my ad spend on, I wanna get into that seven, 800,000 or a million dollar plus price yep. range, which yep. is 3% you know, of the market. Mm -hmm. It's like, why not look where the prices are moving and yes. you're focusing on stuff that's under 400 or under 450 and yep. you're moving to those price ranges or you are, um, you're, you're looking at move up buyers versus other things. There's so many different possibilities here yeah. that, that are available and opportunities for you to work on. Mm -hmm. And people sometimes just get, and then the people around them start, uh, you know, obviously in, in, in intoxicating in terms of, or just being toxic. Yeah. We were at a, uh, one of our offices for a Christmas lunch and this one person sat down and it was like, it is the sh crappiest, <laughs> crappiest market and we're, this is, this is garbage and this and I can't do anything else and I feel sick and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, we all looked and sat down and one of the realtors finally piped up. It's like, no, it's not. Like, like, what are you focusing on? Like, exactly. are you kidding me? And they said people exactly. say, so sales were down 16%. They're not down 60%. Like quit right. acting like they are. Right. So right. anyways, um, yeah, I totally hear you. And then at the huddles, we also have it where people can track a scorecard mm -hmm. um, as well. So add a little bit of accountability in there. Um, but I really encourage people to 
uh, look at coaches as an option because it's, it's so powerful, so powerful. It's and it's an investment, but it's, it's worth it many, many times over. Yeah, and in surprising ways too, just your confidence in how you show up for your clients and how that changes, how many deals you're closing, like so many different things. Um, I have some clients, I'm so freaking proud of them. They were doing open houses and we worked on their open house strategy in Calgary. Yeah. Uh, they were able to increase their open house traffic by 400%. No, it's impossible. No, open houses don't <laughs> the work. The market is terrible. Open houses no. don't work. <laughs> But it just shows, right? It depends on what you're focusing on and what you think is possible and where those opportunities are. Well, and even setting a clear objective and yes. a goal. It's yeah. like, okay, I'm going to sit down and say, I didn't get any traffic to my open house. So how am I going to fix that? Yeah. What am I going to do? Instead, they're like, well, I'll try another one next week. Yeah. And they go to What's another on Netflix? Another, yeah, literally. It's, it, it's yeah. insane. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, maybe Bird Box will help me get more traffic to my open house. <laughs> um, okay. Awesome. Uh, Let's talk for a second uh, about tools for a second here. Any mm -hmm. tools that you think uh, can help people? We've talked about a few things. You mentioned a calendar. Um, is there any special type of calendar? Are we just talking about calendars on your phone? I mean, keep it simple. Um, what are the things do you find uh, can help people? Or maybe reiterate some of the things you mentioned. I love that thing of the password. Even Face ID now, it's like change the password on your computer. I'm logging my computer all the time. Right. That could be your password right, um, right. with your goals and such. So right. um, yeah. talk, to, talk to us about tools for a second that you, you love or you use. Yeah, I don't think it has to be overwhelming. Yeah. And people think that they have to, you know, have technology. Yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. Have it be super overwhelming. Start with where you're at, build up to what feels comfortable. So schedule like just a Google calendar that syncs with all your devices is so easy yes. to keep you on track, right? Um, getting after good resources like great books, great podcasts, great YouTube channels, easy stuff. Go where you're inspired, go where you're fired up, right? doesn't have to be this big, ugly task, right? Just go where you're lit up um, and that will kind of lead the way. Um, obviously, I think coaching is, yeah, yeah, <laughs> is, is yeah. great, right? Yeah. Um, so that's a huge one. And also I think people don't recognize the opportunities at their brokerages enough either, right? Totally so agree. yeah, so that's really underutilized and that's a huge resource that they're already paying for, so why not take advantage? Absolutely, Yeah. absolutely. Um, tell us about, actually, first of all, quick, quick, quick sidebar here. Um, podcast. Any any favorite podcasts you're you're on right now, or things you like? Oh boy, <laughs> I could go on all day about this. Um, Ed Milet is an awesome one. I don't know if you've checked out no. his. Andy Frisella, potty mouth to the extreme, but like really great points that he gets across. Nice. Um, and are these business related or real estate related? They're or? not real estate related. Yeah. Um, and then there's also like so many great classic guys that you can search for, right? Like the John Maxwells and all yeah. that. Um, podcasts are awesome because you can use it during those sneaky moments like when you're driving in your car we know we're in our car a ton yep um, so grocery shopping or walking on the treadmill right like all these tiny little moments we can be plugging in um, Rachel Hollis is another really great one for the women um, yeah there's so many out there I will have to swap swap some names yeah, after this yeah. I love it I love it okay Let's talk about, let's wrap up here uh, on giving some advice to people. So let's, what advice would you give someone who is looking to get their business off the ground? They're new or they haven't done a lot of business up to this point, some advice for them. So uh, this instantly brings me to that Tony Robbins um, quote, success leaves clues. Totally. 
people have done this before. Make it so much easier on yourself. I wish I learned this one, you know, five years earlier in my business. Yeah. But it took me <laughs> going through the trenches, inching towards burnout before I figured out, oh, people have done this before and can help me get there. So there are so many amazing people and resources out there that can help you get to that next level. Shave years of frustration and, you know, turmoil off of your business and get help. And trust, and trust the process. You know, we have this practicum, we have um, the bachelor program resources all available online, yeah. um, and even the practicum program. It's like we have it laid out, yeah. um, or people that took Ninja or, or anything. It's like, yeah. just do it. Take that, take that advice you have to focus in the scheduling. It's like focus on that, spend that one hour yeah. getting those tasks done, mm -hmm. and you will see the results. You can't, and if you don't see the results because of your open house, you got tons of traffic, but no one's converting, then ask that question. It's like, hey, what yeah. are you guys saying to convert? Yeah. Um, I, I got lots of traffic, but I'm not converting anybody. Or I'm calling my clients, but I don't know what to say. Well, that's an easy thing. Yeah. But the bigger problem is you're probably not calling your clients. So an awesome way to kind of figure out where the logjam is, yeah. is just start tracking your numbers. So if you're tracking your numbers and you say, okay, I'm making 15 calls a day, but I'm not getting any results. Cool, what do we need to focus on? Totally. Right? Or if I look at your numbers and you're not making any sales calls, what do we need to focus yeah. <laughs> on? Right? Like it becomes so clear when you have the numbers in front of you. It's that data without the drama behind it. Love um, it. So it just really makes it that much more, more simple for Love you. Love it. Success yeah. leaves clues. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, steal somebody else's idea. That's modeling. But it gets into business, so it's modeling. Yeah. <laughs> so what advice would you give someone who is looking to take their business to the next level? So now they're making six figures. Um, and they want to get to that multiple six-figure point. Yeah. Um, so for that, I really think that you need to get out of your own way. Right? We've built up some habits. Maybe they're not so good, but yep. they've served us well. And we've built up this business that has taken us to a good point, but now we're ready for great. So we really need to find out what our blind spots are, see where our growth opportunities are, and get out of our own way. Um, so having someone else kind of look at it because they're not in the weeds is really, really helpful Absolutely. to have you jump up. Yeah. 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 I love it. And, yeah. and I, lo I love that too. Is that I see a lot of people with that too, is that they, my worst thing I, I see is people like, oh, end of October, I hit my goal already. So now I'm going to coast for November and December. Sure. And I'm like, that is exactly, we can talk about that thermostat, right? Like right. You, you heat up till you get to the right temperature yeah. and then you heat up till you get to the right income. And if the temperature's below, you're like, oh gosh, like I haven't hit my goal yet, I gotta go, I got mortgages to pay, kids. You're out there hustling, right. and then all of a sudden you hit it, and you just go, oh, you relax, instead of actually you know, being deliberate about putting the, the tools in place or the strategies in place and then taking it above there. And, right, but and maybe that's a blind spot that they have no idea yeah. that they're doing to themselves each year, yeah. right? That's so common. We don't know what those problems are until someone comes in and says, hey, yeah. what about this thing? Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> and then there's no more hiding, right? Um, so I think that's a huge one, just getting out of your own way. Yeah. Removing and, those blind spots. And that would be uh, definitely coaching, uh, masterminds. You know, Mentorships. Mentorships, Yeah, there's absolutely. so many different ways. Um, even speaking with people outside of your industry, right? That's a really great one because we get so caught up in everything real estate, mm -hmm. right? There's one trend and we all go off to that trend. 100%. Um, so even getting advice from people outside of the industry is really, really great. Love that. Plus, mm -hmm. you just make some great contacts and business contacts. Yeah, yeah, win-win. Yeah. Huge, mm -hmm. huge. Yeah. 
Elise, I, I can't thank you enough for yeah, coming on and, and doing this with us. Of course. Uh, if people uh, want more information about your coaching, where do they go? Yeah, so social media is Coach Elise Montgomery on Facebook and Instagram. Beautiful. My website is elisemontgomery.com. Um, I have a new sales course coming out next month, which is really exciting. Beautiful. Yeah, so um, you can sign up on the newsletter on the website to get updates when that comes out. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for that. I encourage you guys to check it out. She's super engaging on social media. I'm going to be following her, Success Leaves Clues. So appreciate <laughs> that. And I want to thank you guys for joining us today. Um, I'm trying to say I got in trouble for saying you guys so much. And so this is something I'm going to be working on. Please thank you for joining us today. Gary, appreciate that. Um, also, <laughs> big shout so out. So much better. I got a phone call, I'm like, oh. So, so I, gotta, I gotta work on that. We all got our own internal battles we deal with. Um, remember to uh, check us out on agentpursuit.com. Uh, follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook and check out the podcast wherever you get your podcast or specifically iTunes. And we'll see you guys next week. And thank you so much for joining us. And Elise, thank you so much again. Yeah, of course. It was such a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you. Take care.